Ohio won't reach herd immunity until November, fully two months after neighboring Michigan because of the slow rate of vaccinations. Cuyahoga County Executive Armand Budish says his leadership in the pandemic protected people in need and set the county up for future prosperity. And some big plans are afoot for Cleveland Hopkins International Airport with zero money to pay for them. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and the Plain Dealer for Friday, May the 21st. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. If Ohio continues its current rate of COVID-19 vaccinations, it could reach herd immunity in November. That's according to APM Research Lab, a nonprofit, nonpartisan organization that produces a weekly report about vaccination progress across the country. And several experts consulted by Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer agreed with the prediction. Surprisingly, Michigan is projected to hit herd immunity in September. Reporter Julie Washington said that states that voted for Joe Biden are having far better vaccination rates. So even though Michigan was having nightmare case numbers just weeks ago, the vaccination rate has climbed faster than in Ohio, which has a higher percentage of Trump voters. Cuyahoga County is in a far better place coming out of the pandemic than it would have been had it not been for the strategic uses of federal stimulus dollars to help people in need keep roofs overhead and their employers in business. County Executive Armin Budish said in his State of the County speech Thursday from the City Club of Cleveland. Budish said providing job training opportunities and focusing on economic development is the path forward. He offered several new initiatives including one to provide opportunities in Cleveland's central neighborhood and another to attract the businesses here that need bountiful fresh water, which has been the work for years of the Cleveland Water Alliance. In a question and answer session after the speech hosted by City Club CEO Dan Mothrop, Budish momentarily broke with his cheerful, upbeat demeanor and bristled at a question about the county's debt capacity. Turns out the question came from Lee Weingart, who was running for Budish's job next year. A reimagined Cleveland Hopkins International Airport would include five concourses instead of three, an expanded terminal, more parking, relocated customs, centralized security, and a new exit off of Interstate 71. The ultimate goal is a mostly new airport that is easier to use and accommodates an increasingly local group of travelers with larger, more modern spaces. Airport Director Robert Kennedy outlined the key features of a $2 billion plan to rebuild Hopkins to members of Cleveland City Council's Transportation Committee this week. The recommendation is the end result of a years-long master plan process, which examined the infrastructure needs of the aging airport. The big problem? Cleveland has no money to pay for this, and the airlines are not likely to step in and foot a $2 billion bill for an airport that they feel serves their needs as is. The Ohio Department of Education owes 12 Horizon Science Academy schools throughout the state thousands of dollars after they were wrongfully disqualified for money as community schools of quality, according to a new ruling by the Ohio Supreme Court. The court rejected, in a 5-2 to two opinion, the Department of Education's position that the charter school's operator had to be registered as an out-of-state corporation, and the court directed the department to provide grants of up to 
$1,750 for each economically disadvantaged student and $1,000 for all other students. The original rejection was based on the technical requirements of the law, and the Supreme Court's opinion also was based on very technical requirements in the law. Zachary Kuttner had one goal when he attended the May 30th Cleveland George Floyd protest downtown to speak with passion about what needs to change and how police treat young black men. Reporter Kaylee Remington spoke with Kuttner in front of the free stamp that day about the death of Floyd. Nearly a year later, Kuttner was shot and killed May 8th in Maple Heights, a month shy of his 30th birthday. Maple Heights police and U.S. Marshals arrested a 14-year-old boy Wednesday in the deaths of Kuttner and 30-year-old Ryan Tyler, who lived in the same Bedford apartment building as Kuttner. Kaylee talked to Kuttner's mother, who said her son was passionate about working with Black Lives Matter to address historical injustices and structural racism. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. Have a good weekend, and we will be back Monday with another roundup of the news.